Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the ominous warning that the worst is yet to come in Ukraine as Russia captures its first major city and a humanitarian crisis unfolds. Russian forces step up their attacks on cities and civilians as a defiant Ukraine's President Zelensky holds a press conference to demand more help. And we're learning that more than one million people have fled their home country. Plus, these mothers stuck, forced to give birth in a bomb shelter. And we are living in real hell. I could never imagine that something like that can happen in 21st century. Targeting Russia's rich, the 280-foot superyacht, and this $600 million boat owned by Russian oligarchs seized by the French and Germans as the White House announces a new crackdown on Putin's cronies. Gas prices skyrocket. Why experts say the pain at the pump will continue as President Biden faces pressure to ban Russian oil. Not guilty. The breaking news out of Louisville as the only person charged in connection to Breonna Taylor's death is acquitted. TikTok and teens mental health, the multi-state investigation into the popular social media app and the possible harm to America's youth. Eye on America, saving mothers and their babies from poverty. The promising results of a pilot program that provides low-income women with a monthly stipend. And one million goodbyes. We reflect on a week of tragedy for the Ukrainian people. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. Tonight, as the war in Ukraine enters its second week, Russian troops are surging into the country. A senior Defense Department official tells CBS News that 90% of the forces that were at the border have now been deployed into battle. Russian troops have stepped up their brutality with an increased bombardment of major cities and civilian areas. Missile strikes are targeting residential neighborhoods as entire buildings, look at this, have been leveled. And a shocking revelation speaking in Vienna today, a U.S. government official said that the U.S. had credible information that the Russians were keeping lists of Ukrainians to be killed or sent to camps following their military occupation. The humanitarian crisis deepens as Ukraine surpasses the grim milestone of more than one million refugees who have fled across the border to neighboring countries in just the last week. The U.S. ambassador to the United Nations suggests the number could increase to more than five million before it's over. Well, we've got a team of reporters on this story, and CBS's Charlie Daggett will start us off from the capital of Kyiv. Good evening, Charlie. Good evening to you, Nora. President Volodymyr Zelensky once again pleaded for more international support today, asking once again for U.S. and NATO to impose a no-fly zone here, saying, if not, at least please send me some planes. Civilians once again bore the brunt of Russia's full-scale assault when missiles slammed into residential neighborhoods in the northern city of Chernihiv. Emergency services say at least 33 people were killed. A dash cam video captures the moment multiple rockets shattered homes on city streets. With the sheer destruction from Russia's bombardment now stretching for miles across several cities, we're learning more about the massive explosions that lit up the sky here, just as we finished last night's reporting. The military says its defense systems intercepted at least two Russian missiles midair before they could strike their intended targets in the city. While Russian troops have taken control of the port city of Kurzon, and they're closing in fast on Mariupol. Today, President Putin did acknowledge the Russian military is taking casualties and promised $50,000 to the families of fallen soldiers. This video shown on Ukrainian TV shows a Russian soldier given tea by locals and breaking down in tears as he's allowed to speak with his mother. In an effort to find a diplomatic breakthrough today, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky reached out directly to President Putin. I think I have to talk with Putin. The world has to talk with Putin because there are no other ways to stop this war. That's why I have to. Tonight, the capital awaits for the next round of explosions to rattle the city. Pregnant mothers spend another night taking shelter in the basement of the city's maternity hospital. We are living in real hell. I could never imagine that something like that can happen in 21st century. A city at peace not much more than a week ago, now welcoming new life into a dangerous and uncertain future. The Pentagon says the Russians have launched more than 480 missiles since the invasion began. Today, President Biden accused the Russian forces of firing on civilians indiscriminately. Nora? Charlie, I have to ask you, as the invasion is now entering a, a second deadly week, what is it like there on the ground? 
Uh, well, Nora, you may have noticed behind me, the city has been ordered into a complete blackout. The city itself is unrecognizable from a week ago. There are sandbags everywhere. There are cement barriers, barbed wire, checkpoints wherever you go. And they're all filled with heavily armed men uh, with a grim determination to fight no matter the cost. Nora? All right. Stay safe. Charlie Daggett, thank you. Tonight, the Biden administration says they want Vladimir Putin and the people around him to feel the squeeze in a new round of sanctions. The White House made the announcement as they tightened the economic noose around the necks of more Russian oligarchs and their families, including banning their travel to the U.S. CBS's Nancy Cordes has the details from the White House. French officials say this yacht was preparing for an urgent departure when it was seized overnight off the Côte d'Azur. The $120 million boat belongs to Igor Sechin, the CEO of Russian oil giant Rosneft. Thank you all for being here. Today, President Biden announced the U.S. will freeze and seize the assets of eight Russian elites. Our interest is in maintaining the strongest unified economic impact campaign that... Uh, uh, on Putin in, in all history. The eight include Alicia Usmanov, who owns one of Russia's most expensive private jets and whose $600 million yacht, docked in Germany, faces an uncertain fate. Another is Sergei Kemizov, a friend of Putin's from their KGB days. Jennifer Lopez recently celebrated her 52nd birthday on his super yacht. How is the White House choosing which oligarchs to sanction? Do you start with the richest ones or the ones with the closest ties to Vladimir Putin? We look at one of the big factors is, of course, the proximity to President Putin. We want him to feel the squeeze. We want the people around him to feel the squeeze. The U.S. will also ban 19 oligarchs and 47 of their family members from traveling here. But some lawmakers are pushing the White House to go even further and block all imports of Russian oil. I'm all for that. Ban it. Ban the oil. Ban the oil come from Russia. The U.S. only relies on Russia for 3% of its oil imports. But with gas prices up 11 cents just since Monday, the White House is reluctant to rock that boat. We don't have a strategic interest in reducing the global supply of energy. Even before today's announcement, Russia's richest men were taking steps to shield their wealth. Around the world, mega yachts are on the move, steaming to far off locales like the Maldives and the Seychelles, deep in the Indian Ocean. Nora. Fascinating details. Nancy Cordes, thank you. Let's turn now to the humanitarian crisis, which has spiked to more than a million refugees in just seven days. Today, there was little movement on a ceasefire, but both sides say they did agree on a humanitarian corridor for civilians to leave Ukraine safely. CBS's Chris Livesay is in Lviv with the harrowing tales of the exodus. The strong do what they can, while the weak suffer what they must. Of the one million refugees who have already fled into neighboring countries, 500,000 of them are children, the UN says. And yet they are the lucky ones. Roughly one million more people remain internally displaced in a country gripped by war, such as these families at a shelter in the western city of Lviv. 
That's four-year-old Andre, exhausted after 20 hours of sleepless escape with his 16-year-old brother Dennis and their mother Olga. We heard explosions over our heads at the train station and all the way on the train, she says. You're aware you may never return home. He says, every day begins by texting our relatives and asking, are you alive? Ukraine says more than 2,000 civilians are confirmed dead. Though the real toll could be much higher and only the beginning. At the shelter, the question on everyone's mind is whether to stay in Ukraine or to go. This grandmother and mother wish they knew what was best for little Alina, only one year old. We have no future, says Svetlana, if Ukraine doesn't win. And yet another reason to flee. Today's report that Russian forces are making lists of Ukrainians to be killed or sent away to camps and the likely use of kidnappings to coerce the local population. Nora. That is chilling, Chris Livesay, thanks. Well, tonight, the only person charged in connection to the death of Breonna Taylor has been cleared by a Kentucky jury. Brett Hankinson was accused of blindly firing shots into Taylor's apartment, endangering the lives of three neighbors. Hankinson testified he did nothing wrong during the botched raid in March 2020. He was fired by the Louisville Police Department three months later. Taylor's sister has just posted on Facebook that she's tired of the injustice. Well, tonight, the House committee investigating the assault on the Capitol has issued a new subpoena to former Trump campaign aide Kimberly Goulfoyle, a former Fox News host who is engaged to Donald Trump Jr. Meanwhile, this is big. In a court filing last night, the committee claims to have evidence that former President Trump and his allies engaged in a criminal conspiracy to defraud the United States in their effort to overturn the 2020 election. All right, tonight, the world's most visited website, TikTok, is under a multi-state investigation. The social media platform is accused of using technology that experts say can harm the mental health of America's youth. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports the investigation will focus on the techniques that the company uses to boost engagement. TikTok has a billion active users every month. You're the good thing. But is it actually harming them? At least eight state attorneys general want to know if the design and promotion of TikTok is negatively impacting the mental and physical health of young people. We want to know what TikTok knew uh, when they knew it and if they were harming our children. A recent investigation by the Wall Street Journal found the app tracks not just what users like, share and post, but also the time spent on certain content. It then bombards them with recommended videos to keep them on the platform. Its algorithm really seems to know people better than any other algorithm has before. So it's really fine-tuned to what you want to see. Experts say that could be a problem if the suggested videos lead down a rabbit hole of unvetted and potentially harmful content. There's a devastating toll that social media can take on our, on our children's mental health and well-being, from suicidal ideation to body image issues to anxiety and depression. This week, President Biden also took note. We must hold social media platforms accountable for the national experiment they're conducting on our children for profit. In a statement, TikTok says, we care deeply about building an experience that helps to protect and support the well-being of our community and appreciate that the state attorneys general are focusing on the safety of younger users. We're not going to a stop in our efforts to do everything in our power to make sure that those who may be doing harm to our children are, are held accountable.
The announcement follows a similar investigation launched late last year into another popular social media app, Instagram. TikTok says parents still have the option to limit the time that children spend on the app and that they've strengthened other privacy protections. Nora. And parents know kids know how to get around those limits. Lilia Luciano, thank you. Well, tonight we are shining a light on the growing crisis of child poverty. A recent study from Columbia University found that nearly 4 million children in the U.S. fell back into poverty this past January. Yep, in one month, when those expanded child tax credits ended. The hardest hit, black and Latino children. Well, in tonight's Eye on America, CBS's Jerika Duncan tells us about a program that's helping low-income mothers. When 35-year-old Maureen Gardner was pregnant, she was on the brink of being homeless. It's really hard to think about. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I would have to maybe be in a shelter, you know, and find other ways to get assistance for myself and my baby. For years, she worked as a director of a nonprofit after-school program. But right before the pandemic hit, she left. She went through her savings and soon found herself expecting a child with no job. I'm pregnant. It's a pandemic. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. A social worker told her about a new program where she could get $500 to $1,000 a month for three years. The pilot program known as The Bridge Project aims to keep mothers and their babies out of poverty. Holly Fogel is one of the founders. Cash is a universal answer to individual problems. We cut out all the bureaucracy. We go right to the mother who knows more than anyone else in the whole world what that baby needs today. How crucial has this been for them? I think it is summed up by mothers will say, I'm able to breathe. The Bridge Project is open to pregnant women and new moms in certain low-income neighborhoods in New York City. By this summer, the program will have more than 600 mothers enrolled. Well, we chose three years very intentionally. Um, first, because those first thousand days of life are so, so critical for the baby's brain. So we're really laying the foundation for the rest of their life. Fogel says right now the average income for mothers participating is less than $15,000 a year. Where does the funding come from? The funding comes from the Monarch Foundation, which is fully funded by my husband and myself. How much money does this program is it costing right now? Between our first and second phase, we will spend about $16 million. And all of that money is from you and your husband? It is. The Bridge Project will monitor its participants and hopes to be a model for similar programs nationwide. Some people might hear $1,000, free money, you don't have to do anything. How do you ensure it's going to the right person, a mother who's going to use that money the right way? Fundamentally, our program is based on trust and the dignity of human beings. Where do you think you would be without this program? I have no idea. You know, it's, it's scary to think about. But what am I going to do? For Eye on America, Jerika Duncan, CBS News, New York. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. 
You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. A powerful explosion and fire destroyed an apartment building today in Silver Spring, Maryland. That's just north of D.C. At least 10 people were taken to hospitals. Three people suffered serious injuries and several remain unaccounted for. The cause is under investigation. Well, there is shock and grief at Stanford University following the death of soccer team captain and goalkeeper Katie Meyer. A medical examiner is investigating the cause of death after the 22-year-old senior was found in a campus residence. Meyer helped lead Stanford to a 2019 national championship. The school says she's being remembered as a bright, shining light. Katie is one of three sisters, and tonight her family says there are no words. A week ago, the world woke up to a war in Ukraine, and Ukrainians woke up to air raid sirens and a new reality. In that time, one million mothers, fathers, sons, and daughters became refugees, torn from their homes in search of safety. One million goodbyes to the country they call home. Children leaving their fathers behind, fathers hoping to be there when their families return. Young love forced to put life on hold. I hope all this violence and cruelness ends soon. We watch a mother's strength on display, keeping her children calm when she has no idea what's next for her family. I had to leave my husband behind and I had to leave my parents behind. As we learn that more than half of the refugees are children, yearning for life's most basic needs, food, clothing, shelter and safety. But amidst the death and destruction, we're reminded of the gift of life from new mom, Eula. I had my son. Uh, his name is Mark. Delivered safely in a bomb shelter. This week in Kyiv, doctors delivered more than 100 babies in a makeshift maternity ward. A baby's first cries, drowned out by bombing and gunfire. But maybe it's a symbol that while war rages on, life does not stop. And hopefully one day... These children will know a world at peace. We are praying for the people of Ukraine. Tomorrow, CBS's Steve Hartman visits a group of students whose school projects brought a grandfather to tears. That's on the road. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in our nation's capital. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.